to Becoming Your Best Version. I am your host, Maria Leonard Olson. I am an attorney, podcaster, TEDx speaker, a mentor to women in recovery, author, and journalist based in Washington, D.C. I like to highlight the voices with this podcast of inspiring women whose paths have crossed mine. And today we have Christina Fluck, the CEO and founder of Pretty Girl Makeup. She is a well-known celebrity makeup artist with experience working with celebrity clientele, magazines, and big name brands. She's been featured in Vogue, People Magazine, Time, and Elle, as well as campaigns for Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Nordstrom, Saks, Neiman Marcus, Macy's, and Bloomingdale's. She also writes articles detailing tips, tricks, and hacks of the makeup, wellness, and nutrition industries. Christina has participated in numerous podcasts, TV, radio, and magazine interviews to raise awareness for the causes she holds close to her heart. She is a single mother of four, as well as a philanthropist. She raises funds and awareness for anti-sepsis causes. She also started the Bo Friedman Outdoor Classroom at the Edma, Edna McGuire School in Mill Valley, California, raising money for the Baby Bo and Ken Flack educational funds at the Northern Light School in Oakland. She uses her platform to promote the importance of feeling beautiful from the inside out. Christina inspires women to be the best version of themselves and how to overcome life's greatest obstacles. To learn more, look at the show notes where I've listed her Instagram accounts and her websites, prettygirlmakeup.com and christinaflack.com. Welcome, Christina. Hi, thank you so much for having me on your show today. Well, it's my pleasure. And uh, I would love to hear more about all the work that you do, including... How did you come to get in the makeup industry? That is a good question, isn't it? Uh, my mother, I, I enjoyed playing with makeup products when I was a teenager. And then my mom uh, was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer. And after going through chemo and radiation, lost her hair, her skin was discolored. And one evening she was going out to dinner with my father. And so I said, oh, mom, let me spruce up your makeup. I She didn't have a lot of products and I really didn't know what I was doing, but miraculously I made her look like her old self, but more importantly, she felt like her old self. And so that's one of the things that I love so much about my job is making people feel good from the inside out, besides making them hopefully look like the best versions of themselves. So that's how I started. Wow. Wow. Very personal story for uh, cosmetics um executive i really really yes. like that so are yes. your cosmetics aimed towards younger women or is it for women of all ages it's for women of all ages i'm also um the new beauty expert on nbc on california live so that's been really nice. fun i i go on um giving you know medical medical makeup but uh acts and tricks, like for example, for the holidays, you know, instead of doing the same bold red lip and the black smoky eye, you know, to do something different with a gold eye and, a, you know, a fresh gold lip. And so I also speak about 
you know, skincare and, you know, what you put in your body. I am a very big believer in a lot of green juice and water and supplements and rest and exercise and uh, gratitude and uh, wellness. So I speak a lot about all of these things. Wonderful. I think that's important that it's not just uh, the facade, but what's going on within as well. So yes, I Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying that if someone's not feeling good on the inside, it really does show on camera. So a lot of what I do with my clients is making sure that they're in a as good a mood as I can get, you know, help them to achieve, whether it be I start with aromatherapy oils, massaging their hands. I'll make sure that they've got, you know, some water, something to eat. Maybe they need a cup of tea. Maybe they need for me to listen to something that's going on, or maybe they just need quiet. So I try to do any and all of those things to make them feel like their best version before they get in front of the camera. Beautiful. I love that. Well, what is it like working with famous people, celebrities? What generally has been your experience on that? It's a lot of fun. It's always a different location, but I, my, the person, my, the celebrity I work with the most is Tyler Florence. He's a celebrity chef on the Food Network and one of my dearest friends. Um, it's fun. I mean, I, I find that all the celebrities that I have worked with have been super professional, super grateful, and just a lot of fun. I mean, it's like I get to be Oprah and have them in my chair for an hour for the day and, you know, get to know them. So that's definitely one of the perks of my job is getting to meet all these amazing people and hear great things. Um, you know, because I work with a food network a lot, I get lots of free cooking lessons. So I love that. And um, I work with Fox a lot doing documentaries and TV shows. So that's fun. And fashion, it's always different. And that's what I like. I, it would be very challenging for me to go sit in a cubicle every day. I don't think I would be very happy. So I like, um, I love to travel. I love meeting new people. And so being a makeup artist fits me perfectly. And so days that I'm not makeup artisting, um, I'm in like today, I'm in my office doing interviews and running my, my company pretty girl, and I'm working on a new line. So I'm, I'm quite busy. Wonderful. Wonderful. Sounds like a full life. I mean, we often hear in the media about, celebrities being sort of prima donnas, but it sounds like you haven't had that experience with your clients. No, I haven't. I mean, there's been, you know, one that was a little challenging, but she softened after a while. But um, I think, you know, most everyone, I put out really good energy. So um, I find that people are pretty receptive to my, and I know I, I've had a lot of children, so I know how to handle a difficult situation. I am a, <laughs> I am a grumpy whisperer. So if someone's grumpy or difficult, I know how to handle it and get them ungrumpy. <laughs> That's wonderful. I think many people underestimate the skills that we hone as parents. Yes, you definitely are not. Uh, you become very humbled and very um, unselfish because it's always about them. So Absolutely. my kids are grown up now. So except my youngest, he's 16. And so I've had a lot of experience um, with, with uh, children and I, I love my kids so much. I really love who they've become. They're 
fascinating to me and they're funny and smart and they're just good people. So I'm very grateful. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, so how old are your, the rest of your kids? Melania is 29 and she is a fashion designer. Rose is 27 and she is a screenwriter in LA. Nikolai is a golfer. Um, he's in college. Uh, he's in college playing on a, on a, he's at Sonoma State playing golf division two. And my youngest Ben is a sophomore in high school and he plays competitive golf. And so he's one of the top junior golfers in California, actually in the nation probably right now. Wow. Well, what, I'd love to hear a little bit about your challenges as a single mom, as well as an entrepreneur. How do you balance that? I can't really say I'm a single mom because my kids have a dad. And so, yes, we may not be together and my husband passed away. So I was very blessed having two, my kids having two dads. So I, I, I can't say that I am really a, an official single mother because my kids have a father and I, and I couldn't do it without him. And, uh, you know, we make a good team. Our kids have turned out really nicely. Oh, well, that's lucky, lucky. So can you tell us a story? Uh, you told us briefly about your mom, about a client you had that who just didn't feel good about herself or himself, that you were able to help with your products and your artistry to elevate their self-esteem. Well, one that comes to mind is this lovely teenager named Ivy. Um, I had done a pro bono uh, makeup lesson for her. She, um, this this foundation said, uh, sent, called me and said, we have this lovely teenager and she'd love to learn how to do makeup. So she came over and I taught her how to do some makeup skills of how to select the right foundation and, you know, different things that would look appropriate for her. And we just hit it off so well. And she, besides looking so lovely, she really felt so much more confident. And so two weeks after our, our meeting, she sent me a note and said, you're not going to believe this. I felt so good about myself after I left you. I applied for a study abroad program and I, and I made it. So she went to Prague this summer, excuse me, it's your nose. And uh, she studied art for two weeks. And, you know, I, she said, you know, I never would have done that if I hadn't felt so good about myself. And, and you're encouraging me that, you know, to dream big and to, you know, make my dreams come true. And I thought, wow, my Tony Robbins, you know, I think I'm Tony Robbins. <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, I try to motivate people to be the best version. You, you can have whatever life you want to have, but you have to make a plan and, and set goals and make it happen. It's not going to just, a great life's not going to just happen. You have to take steps for it to make happen. And so it's little things, uh, you know, a positive attitude, good, good work ethic, um, loving what you do so much that you don't mind doing it for not being paid, but then figure out how to get paid. Um, and so I think if you can figure out all the things that you love doing so much, you're going to just have a beautiful life, but it's happiness is a choice. You can wake up every morning and decide to be happy or be in a bad mood. So I, choose to wake up uh, in a happy mood. And I wake up, first thing I say is, good morning, Christina. I love you and we're gonna have a good day. And like, that's how the day starts. So I'm that's not saying I don't get in bad moods or sad or I have bad days, but I just know that it's a moment that's gonna pass. Um, I will go for a walk to like sort myself out or take a bath or do something to self-soothe. I think it's super important to learn to figure out Am I hungry? Am I tired? Have I worked out? Am I dehydrated? Um, 
you know, have I gotten enough rest? So I think it's, you know, all those things, if you could learn to know what your triggers are, it's just a lot easier to figure out what you can do to stay in your happy place. I love that. And I've never heard someone saying that they wish themselves a good morning each day. That's well, beautiful. I can't take the, I can't, I can't take the credit for that. I had a client and she had written a book, a, a motivational book. And she said, that's the first thing that you're to do every morning is wake up, say good morning to yourself, tell you, you love yourself and start your day. And I, I added the, we're going to have a great day or it's yeah. going to be a fun day or whatever it's going to be. I try to set the intention for the day. That's beautiful. I love that. So there are a lot of makeup uh, brands and items on the market. But what what made you choose to create your own? I, as a mother, I was running around and driving my kids everywhere and having a constant battle between the lip gloss and my water bottle. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't find a lip gloss that would stay on. Everything was matte and drying or just wiped right off. So I thought, oh, it can't be that hard to uh, create a lip gloss. I was a makeup artist, obviously. And I worked with a beauty chemist and it took a significantly longer than I had anticipated. It was over a year between the formulation of the texture and then the colors. I was self-funded at the time and I didn't have a ton of money to create a lot of colors, but I wanted them to look good on everyone. So I was very blessed to have friends and family that are all shades of the rainbow and I tested it out on them and then I would send comments back to my chemist and then we just kept going from there. Wow that's wonderful. I um, used to represent Estee Lauder and she spoke a a great deal about how she started Estee Lauder Cosmetics Clinique and all the other uh, offshoots of her product. She started it in her basement, mixing pots and creams by by herself. And uh, she had so much chutzpah and marched herself right into the big department stores of the day and got- I've read about her. She's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How cool that you got to meet her. That's really special. Yeah, it was. I really treasure that that time that I had with her. She's an amazing, was an amazing person. And I'm really glad that her family has continued the products and in her name, which is beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. So I noticed that your brand is based in San Francisco, but you also list New York, LA, and Phoenix as locations for your brand is what is your connection to the other three cities? Well, that's, so I'm two things. I am pretty girl makeup and I'm Christina Flack makeup artist. So I work, I work in New York, LA, and Phoenix. Got it. Got and it. I, and I mean, wherever my agents send me, that's just, I I just did a documentary in Denver for Fox. And wow. uh, so I, I go wherever. So it's Got a little it. misleading. Got it. Okay. Pretty girl is, pretty girl is in uh, San Francisco Bay Area. I see. Okay. And can pe- people can order online your products, correct? Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, prettygirlmakeup.com. Um, we're offering a 25% discount with pretty girl as the discount code. Great. And I also know that you raise money for causes that are important to you. How did uh, antisepsis causes come on your radar? 
I was married to Ken Flack. He was a professional tennis player and he got a cold, which turned into a bronchitis and then pneumonia and he got sepsis. And so mm -hmm. after he passed, because of who he was, the Sepsis Alliance contacted me and asked if I'd be willing to speak about raising awareness for sepsis because uh, I had never heard of it before Ken contacted it. And so I thought that would be a great way to help with my grieving and help others uh, be made aware of it. So hopefully that they wouldn't get sepsis. And if they did get it, they could get to uh, a doctor quickly and be treated and there would not be less loss of life. Right, right. Um, and tell me about the Bo Friedman Outdoor Classroom. That sounds really wonderful. Uh, education and uh, nutrition are very important to me. And my son, Bo, uh, my youngest, um, I had my last two are, were twins, Ben and Bo. Mm -hmm. And Bo sadly passed away on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, it'll be 16 years uh, this Christmas. And so um, I... This my children were going to the Edna McGuire School in Mill Valley, and there was this big uh, garden area that was just neglected. And I just thought, wow, this would be so cool to, you know, for kids to learn to plant vegetables and harvest them and do science experiments and cook with the things and then do a farmer's market. And so uh, my friend Lisa Zimmer and I, she was the principal at the time, we raised a bunch of money and it turned into the Bo Friedman Outdoor Classroom. And I am super proud of that. Of course, you sh as you should be. But my gosh, losing a child, that must be the biggest hurt imaginable. It was, and it is. It, um, I don't wish it upon anyone. And it, uh, it was very hard. And it, it's not something that you ever get over. Um, you learn to manage you learn to manage your grief. And that's something that I speak about now of grieving in a positive way. I, I mean, everyone does it different and in a different time frame and different ways. I have, it's been helpful to me to help others. So uh, raising the money for, you know, the outdoor classroom and then the Bo Friedman, the Baby Bo uh, Foundation at the Northern Light School and the Ken Flack Foundation, that's making other helping others makes me feel really good, which helps what when I was going through the intense grieving process. And, and now I, I feel also that you don't have to be miserable and unhappy and angry to be grieving. You're not honoring your loved ones that way. I think uh, you can honor them in a positive way by starting an educational fund or a garden. I mean, there's millions of things you can do. Uh, you know, you have to figure out what means something to you. So education and nutrition are my two things. Uh, I think I, I had a, I was on a hike one day and I, I, I could hear my husband saying to me, I don't like looking down on you so sad because I can't comfort you the way I could when I was with you. And so it made me think, wow, how would I feel if he or my kids were, I was looking down on them and I couldn't comfort them and just seeing me, seeing them miserable, that wouldn't feel good to me. And so I thought, the best thing I can do is to lead my best life and be happy and productive um, and, and show my husband and my son and all my other angels up in heaven that, that I'm happy. I miss them. I know they're up there and I know they're watching over me and they're protecting me and uh, putting a million miracles and blessings and protection in my, around me. So. Wow. Wow. I, 
I really admire what you've done to honor your loved ones and how you picked yourself up from very dark places to move forward and turn something into light. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It had to have been hard also for a twin to lose his twin. How did you help your son, your surviving son? Well, he was four and a half months old. So, mm. um, you know, I don't, he would probably say he doesn't really remember his twin, yeah. but he feels him. And when he was really young, like from probably like two to seven, he would tell me that Bo was visiting him all the time. But, and I loved it. I'm like, what, what did you guys do today? Or what's he doing? So, and, and, and he taught me that Bo was watching over us. I remember one day, it was so funny. We were looking for parking in Mill Valley and there's never parking. <laughs> and my son told me, mommy, Bo and I are going to find you parking. And I said, okay, great. And he said, in 30 seconds, you're going to get the best parking spot of your life. And I did. So oh. after that, I always say, Bo, find mommy parking. Oh. <laughs> and I always oh. and, um, but uh, to get back to Ben, my son, Ben is so remarkable. He is 16. And I mentioned earlier that he is a golfer, but uh the Northern Light School puts on a celebrity golf tournament every year. And Ben has been playing in this golf tournament, being on a hole, uh, people pay him. It started out at $20. Now it's a hundred dollars to hit the ball for them. And this past October, Ben raised $60,000 for his brother's uh, educational fund. And it's something he's been doing. I think it's his sixth or seventh year, but, and he's raised well over a hundred thousand dollars, but, I, I feel that, you know, it's something that all my children have helped participate with the golf tournament or going to the school, helping with the teddy bear tea and doing all these amazing things. I just feel like I don't just talk the talk. I walk the walk and so do my kids. They, they have all, Ben feels so good about helping children that are um, underprivileged be able to go to a private school and, you know, four or five kids go to, uh, they're on scholarship because of the money he raised. So it's really a great thing that he's been doing. And I hope he continues in some, it doesn't have to be just be this charity. If it's another charity that means a lot to him, but I think it's super important that kids learn to, from a young age to give back. Yes, that is beautiful. Wow. Uh, you sound like an extraordinary mom of, as well as entrepreneur. And, oh, I uh, try. I try. <laughs> oh, I really, really am grateful that we we met and that you were able to share your light with the audience. And so that brings up me to the final question that I ask of all the guests. What do you do, Christina, to become your best version? I believe that self-care is the most important thing that I can do to help me to be able to help other people. Uh, it's not selfish, uh, exercising, making sure I get rest, eating well, um, taking good care of myself uh, in every way. And I think that is the greatest gift that I can give everyone. The better care I take of me, um, I'm able to give back and give to more people. So that's that's what I, I exercise a lot. I uh, eat well and I rest. Well, those are all really important things. And I thank you for the reminder of those. 
those things that can really elevate our life and keep us healthy uh, mentally and physically. So I encourage all of you to take a look at prettygirlmakeup.com to look for at these beautiful products that really will help you enhance your outsides so that you can in turn feel good about your insides. And thank you so much, Christina, for taking time to be with us. And thank you. Um, I look forward to following your career and future development. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so kind. So I also you. think that <laughs> having a lot of love in your life is super important. It's really important to have love whether it's, it's your friends, your family, or it's your, you know, your person. I just think that the more love we have in our lives, we can give back more. And, and I think the world definitely needs more of that. I completely agree. And there is enough world, uh, there is enough love in the world to go around for all of us yes. to cultivate more love and give more love. So thank definitely. you for that addition. Very important. All My right. pleasure. So take care and uh, look at the show notes to learn more about Christina's work and join us again next week for another inspiring woman who will help us learn tips and tricks for becoming our best versions. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.